Spotify is where millennials and Jay-Zs are creating, curating, and experiencing culture. And now they're ready for a reset. Gen Zs can't wait to reconnect with their friends in real life. And millennials are still trying to manage work-life balance at home. One thing they have in common? Audio is helping them navigate what's next. Audio, Audio. music, podcast, ASMR, soundscape, playlist. Learn more about both generations in Culture Next, Spotify's annual trend report. Millions of despairing men, women, and little children. Victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. You cannot shake hands with a clenched fist. Produced by a nuclear exchange would be carried by wind and water and soil and seed to the far corners of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. We're not saying that planet Earth is coming to an end. We're saying that planet Earth is about to be refurbished, spaded under, and have another chance to serve as a garden for another civilization. Most of the people in here are just your reflections. They're your mistakes. 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. One million of the planet's eight million species are threatened. You are what you repeatedly do. Therefore, excellence ought to be a habit, not an act. Your lives and the credibility of the United Nations is at stake. Epstein didn't kill himself. The reason this is such an interesting time is not only because we're on the threshold of the end of this civilization. They're trying to take you out with bullshit. The experience of the past two years has proven beyond doubt that no nation can appease the Nazis. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. In the language of the U.S. Department of Defense, these are unidentified aerial phenomena. Roswell's a very interesting place with a lot of people that would like to know what's going on. Uh, there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone. This is the Garden of Doom. Welcome everyone into the Garden of Doom. As you may recall, several months ago, we had a guest, Dr. Don Hayes, who was a chiropractic doctor for many years, actually uh, many decades, and was also in the business of alternative medicine. And I asked him a bunch of questions, and, and I think that was a very educational show, and there was a lot of information there. But every time I asked about homeopathic stuff and, and things that were more alternative, he's like, well, that's not me. That's not what I do. Uh, you should talk to a homeopath and, and you know, and, which is fair enough. I don't want to fake it. But inside I was like, drat, that, that's what I want. So it's taken me this long to find someone who was willing to come on the show and connect. And I, I luckily was uh, stumbled upon uh, this individual and she's kind enough to join us. Uh, join us. Her name is Melissa Cisneros. She goes by uh, Mama MJ Nutrition and she loves helping people develop a healthier lifestyle. She has very strong views and information on food and nutrition, uh, how to make it taste great and make you feel great and look great. 
Um, and she's going to talk about nutrition and what's in our food and what we shouldn't be consuming in our food and uh, tying that into overall health and wellness. And a lot of things you've probably heard in different places, but today you're going to hear it in one place altogether. Um, so I'm going to leave it to the experts. So Melissa, thank you so much for coming in, or should I say Mama MJ Nutrition, thanks for coming in and welcome to the garden. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that you were trying to get people to come because people have asked me to do a podcast with, with them, but it never happens. Like we always, Oh, it's going to happen, but we never actually, and it's never successful. So I'm really excited because I've actually been wanting to have a conversation about this because you're going to ask me questions. And I feel like when people ask me questions, that's like very, that's like more fun for me because you get to pick on my brain. And of course I like to share my journey and how I got to this point because it wasn't like easy. Um, but it was definitely like worth it. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I really, I will pick your brain and I will ask a lot of questions because this show really should be called Mr. Curious. Cause that's, really really more what it's about and anybody who's listened more than once has heard the backstory as to why the name garden of doom originated and we talked about it uh pre-production so there's a pre-recording so there's really no reason to uh bore the listeners again but if any of you are new listeners and you want to know there's a facebook page just and there's also twitter um, I think it's evil dose at Garden of Doom. <laughs> Don't ask that why, but I'll, I'll answer any questions there. And on the Facebook page, if you pose a question, I will, I'll gladly answer it and tell the backstory. Um, in any event, so Mr. Curious here and, and we have Melissa. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and your journey, and then we'll sort of pick it up from there and you know i'll sort of raise my hand for those who don't hear i know it's audio for you but we're on skype just so i can sort of raise my hand without interrupting her yeah of course um so basically i'm 25 years young i like to say young because i like to stay old um but yeah so i basically i was like maybe around i would say my journey started around like four years ago because i was working I was just working at regular jobs before, um, and it was just like, you know, fast food places. I was working at spas, hair salons, and then I moved back to L.A., and as soon as I moved back, I, I had applied to a job, and I didn't know what it was. I was like, it was on Craigslist, too, so, you know, it kind of seemed sketchy, yep. but was it at the same time? So I just trusted my intuition. And like he had asked for a picture, so I was like, "Why?" So I, I was, I just thought it was weird at first, but I was like, "I need a job. I'm just gonna see." And you know, if it's if it sounds more fishy, then I just won't go with it. But I sent my resume in, and I got a call within the week, and um, I, I went to go to the interview, and he was like a herbalist nutritionist. So I was really impressed at everything that he was explaining, and. The first day that I got there, he was like, he, we had like a, a, a long, um, a long interview. And I was like, dang, when is he going to finish? You know, but it was really good info though. Like I didn't, I didn't, I was just like, he talks a lot, but at the time I wasn't like really into what he was doing, but I did find it amazing. And when I was leaving, he gave me like these supplements and he gave me these herbs and these herbs that he gave me, he makes those herbs. And then the supplements are from like external companies. 
But anyways, at the time, I was eating really bad. Um, I had acne on my face, like, like severe acne for years that I could never get rid of. And I always, like, ask myself, what is it, you know? So I didn't know what it was. And it turns out that it was my nutrition. Like, everything that I was eating was just coming out of my face. And it was just my face. Like, I didn't break out anywhere else but my face. And I would try creams, and I would try facials. And even I worked at a botanical facial place. She couldn't even fix my face, you know, because it's not, it out, like, it's not um, externally. So... Um, as soon as I started taking his herbs, I started feeling different. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, I'm actually feeling good. And I've never actually felt good, meaning I was constipated, um, you know, feel fatigue. I was always bloated. And it was just, like, the worst. But I, I thought it was normal because I was just eating like that for years. Um, so, yeah, as soon as that happened, um, I started working with him and I, and I'm still actually currently working there right now, just because, um, I've been there for three years now. Um, but yeah, I've got inspired by him. So he focuses on herbal stuff, but I also noticed that most importantly is your food. So I, I became a nutritionist, a holistic nutritionist to, to be exact, because it is different from like people that go to college and take nutrition from there. Not to say that there isn't holistic colleges, because I've seen that there is. Um, but particularly, like, in my area, there's not really that many. Mm -hmm. So I just took initiative, and I started looking for courses, and I took a course, and it was, like, it matched to, like, what he was teaching, because he's also knowledgeable in food. But he's not specific about it. Like, he won't do meal plans and stuff like that. And for me, that's, like, the most fun part, like, to make meal plans for people or to guide them what to eat instead of you know for example like if you're eating hot cheetos like there's a better version or a healthier version than that because i was eating hot cheetos like every day <laughs> so it was just so bad well, um yeah cr crunchy cheetos fast. are my favorite snack so uh, if you can guide me to a healthier snack than that 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 would be wonderful right. yeah of course and like i don't know if you guys have like a trader joe's around you we do um, yeah, they have, like, this hot Cheeto there that it's similar to hot Cheetos, which does the trick, I feel like. Um, not as hot, but I feel like it's still, like, similar. But better ingredients. So I, I would just alternate, like, my junk food to better uh, ingredients food. Like, that's literally the trick. But a lot of people don't read ingredients, and that's another important part of nutrition, which I learned about. And not only that, but labels, um, you know, it comes down to, like, organic versus non-organic food or like farmers markets and stuff like that. So it's really a lot. So that's why I like when people ask me questions because I can't just explain it all in one just because everything really does fall down onto nutrition at the end of the day. So a lot like, you know, diseases or like any type of problem we have in our body didn't just appear out of nowhere. Like it's definitely developed or it has gotten worse, et cetera, et cetera, if we don't take care of it, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, this show is such a good corollary to the show that was about three weeks ago, Garden of Hope, which was more about planet and soil preservation, but it's all tied into organic food and, and, and the care of the animals and, and the environment, but also the care of the humans. And your, I mean, that was a natural segue because it is related. And, and I know you listened to that show, but I don't, I don't think it would have changed your presentation. But now we're talking about how it affects you as a human and how you know, it can appeal to, you know, all of our 
base instincts. Not that there's anything bad wrong with that, but looking better, having cleaner skin, being thinner, being fitter. This is, yeah, I mean, this is this is what people want, and and you're going to help offer solutions to that, which will be helpful for your health and the environment also. I just think that's great. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does come down to the soil because I actually have a YouTube channel and I actually posted a video about why I eat organic or try to at least because I'm not going to say I'm perfect, but I always try to choose organic just because I can tell the difference. And I mean, I hope that the soil is, you know, like I would love to know where my food is coming from at least, but um, I do have like some trusted stores that I go to and I feel like um, it does really matter. I mean, I used to eat, I, I used to not care about that stuff, you know, so um, it does matter like the soil, what they feed the soil, how they grow the plants, um, the fruit, like the vegetables, you know, some of the vegetables can be really GMO'd out, which can also affect our DNA alterations. And I mean, to be honest with you, I always say like, it's all spiritual um, just because like, food can mess with our DNA structure and like who we are, how we feel, how we react to things. And just, I mean, overall, everything in general, how you look, like you said, um, the energy levels that we have every day or how you respond to other people. And I mean, you know, like say somebody's really angry, what do you think they're doing? You know, what do you think it's not only about food though. That's why I say mama MG nutrition, because it's also about what you feed your mind. Like whatever you're scrolling on the, on the internet matters, whatever you watch on TV matters, whoever you surround yourself with matters. So like, it's really all in one, um, you know, stress levels need to be low. You need to be relaxed and not stressed about things because that could also cause problems, not just food. It could also be stress, which is a big, big, big problem. So yeah, definitely very holistic. So let I, I'm sure you've done this before. I haven't in this particular top area. So where should we start? Like where, where's the 30,000 foot uh, starting point? And then we can sort of take it down to, I mean, I would think that what you consume on television, the internet probably comes towards the end. This is probably, you know, it's probably a reverse pyramid. We'll start with the big stuff and the war work. I mean, I know it's all interrelated and you're not grading it the same way I am, but if we were to do a, a primer, like a holistic nutrition, uh, health 101, what, you know, what would be day one on class? Like, what would you be talking about? I would, first of all, you need to train your mind. So I would definitely suggest to read self-awareness books or somebody that inspired me when I started my journey was Tony Robbins. I'm not sure if you ever heard of him. Sure, He's the, really the memory guy. Uh, the first time I ever saw his show or his whatever he does, his seminar was on Netflix. And that like ever since I watched that, that changed my entire life. Like wow. it was so crazy. And um, after that, I started reading books that are like self-awareness books because I wasn't aware of my emotions. I wasn't controlling what I eat. I was in control of myself, my life. So as soon as I started reading about self-awareness, that's when everything came into play. Mind you, I was already into holistic stuff like i was already into organic toothpaste non-fluoride toothpaste i was already into that or like organic soaps and stuff like that um so i, I was already kind of like i guess pre-trained naturally but um besides that though i started learning about why we shouldn't have fluoride in our toothpaste or why we shouldn't you know have like certain lotions and um things that can absorb in our body and our skin so like that messes up with with everybody 
Um, but I would definitely recommend self-awareness books just so you can have more control of your emotions, more control of your mind and your soul, really. Um, also having a belief system, meaning like believing in the most high. I feel like that's what also kept me grounded because there was a time that I didn't believe there was something, you know, or a God or something like that. Um, but I would definitely recommend that because that's gotten me through everything in my life. Um, but before, before, after that, um, I would suggest to learn about, you know, why you should be healthy and how would that benefit us in the long run? It's really a lot of reading. Um, and that would fall into play as you being educated enough to be like, okay, well, I don't want to make these food choices anymore because I'm not feeling good. So I feel like people need to listen to their body and, you know, have some time to themselves and just think about how they would want their life to be and like how they would want their children to be as well, because you are the creator of the children. So they're going to be just like you, you know? So I always think about stuff like that because children are the future. I mean, so are we, but we are the creators of the children. So like, I just have a lot of love towards children because they are the future. So I do emphasize a lot on like being healthy, eating good food, um, just for the children, you know, and obviously for us, for us to feel good and not be like abusive people or like, it just all comes into play, but I would definitely suggest that. And then, um, for me, I started eating, like, when I first started eating healthy, I was around that. So, like, that inspired me to eat healthier. Like, I was like, okay, I'm not going to eat a burger, and they're eating a smoothie. Like, you know, so I just felt intimidated, I guess. And I would suggest to, like, be around people. Or if you're not around people, then, you know, be on your own. So you're that saying number one is sort of mindfulness. Number two is try to find some sort of spirituality or, or, you know, if it's religion, it's religion. If it's something else, it's something else, but something else bigger than yourself. Um, and then number three would be surround yourself with, with people who appear to be healthy, uh, that, yeah. that seem like they're living that kind of lifestyle already. Yes. I think that would be easier. I mean, that was for me. So I kind of had like, I guess a spoiled type of thing where like I got spoiled to be in that area and to become healthy because I was working in a holistic practitioner's job. So like, sure. and I still am. So I mean, I had a guide, you know, so this is why I tried to be a guide because I wish I had that guide. So, well, you offer that is, I mean, isn't that part of your, your service? If, I mean, we'll get to, yeah. well, obviously you'll be able to promote yourself, your YouTube channel. And by the way, if I forget at the end, because I'm terrible at that, I try not to be, but feel free to say, Hey, get, let me get my plugs in. Cause, uh, <laughs> I want you to get your plugs in. It's, 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 it's not me being rude. It's me being uh, forgetful. Right. No, you're, you're totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's what, I mean, that's what helped me. Um, you know, I started changing a lot of stuff little by little. I wouldn't say like, you know, it doesn't gradually happen so fast, sure. but it definitely takes effort. And of course, if you want to change your life, because I promise you, I've never felt this great before ever in my life, ever, ever, ever. And I continue to feel better as I go, but I don't, I, I just like, I used to have headaches and, you know, I would just experience so much fogginess and I never really get any, like, I'm, I don't know. Thankfully I'm feeling really great with herbs. I also take herbs. So like, that's another thing that I would suggest for people to do. 
because taking herbs cleanses your body. And if I, I take herbs every day and I've been taking them for about three years now. So, um, I would definitely like recommend to look into why herbs are good for us. I mean, it's very ancient. Our ancestors used to do it. You know, they wouldn't use pharmaceutical drugs to cope. Well, let's start with herbs. Um, first of all, why don't, if you could, if you could identify some of the major ones and, and what their healthful properties are, and then go into how does, because I imagine everybody is different. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of overlap, but there's probably some people who would benefit from different combinations. And obviously we can't do that here, but how does somebody, you know, once we go over the, the sort of like the big families of herbs and their properties, how does somebody find their prescriptions? Like, you know, their herbal prescription. I mean, do they consult someone like you? Do they, uh, is it some trial and error? And so I think you understand the question. I, I don't want to, you know, take all the time. This is for you. No, you're good. Um, yeah. So, I mean, for me, like I do have a herbalist, which is my boss and he does like prescribe, you can say, but he recommends sure. herbs depending on your body. And it's all, he works like, it's all energy based. So he can tell like what you're deficient on. But as far as like specific herbs, I know some of them like loosely, but he makes combinations that he doesn't share the ingredients. So I honestly don't know all of the herbs that I, that I'm taking from him. Um, but I do know some like Hawthorne, um, you know, there's burdock root. There's also Irish sea moss in there. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of herbs that I don't even know about because he doesn't like specify it. Um, but besides that, like me, myself, I can, I could recommend herbs. I could also recommend supplements, but I haven't, I haven't gone as far as like making combinations yet, which I'm working on because I would love to make combinations for people, but it all takes time, you know? It's a long-term um, apprenticeship. So what you, I mean, you said three different herbs that I never heard of. Like, you know, I've heard of like, well, the cooking herbs, rosemary, jasmine, thyme, you know, things like that, that may be more spices. I, I'm not, you know, oregano, but you said, I think, hawthorn and then some birch, some kind. So, so what, what are those three things uh, and sort of what, what do they do, um, you know, if there's some way to easily uh, say, like, where are they found? What part of the world are they found in? Um, you know, sort of take us through that a little bit. Well, Hawthorne is supposed to be for our hearts um, and thyroid as well. So that's the function that it specifies for. I don't know where it comes from. I haven't actually studied like the herbs that, that deep because I was focusing more on like nutrition first because that's like my main focus. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't gotten to that point yet. I know burdock root is good for like our blood, um, mental, for like our brain. Uh, boosts your immune system. Mostly it's like immune system boosters, but it does help with the blood as well. So it cleanses your blood. And um, Irish sea moss, that, the powder form, because there's also the um, gel form, which is like the raw form. But basically sea moss comes from, I know where sea moss comes from just because I remember I told you that I was I do sell sea moss. Mm -hmm. So um, there is different parts of the world that sea moss come from. I know that one of them is Canada. Um, Jamaica, there's also St. Lucia and Honduras. Um, I'm sure there's other places, but those are the main ones that people like buy Irish Simos from. But Irish Simos is supposed to have 92 minerals. 
out of 102 in the body. So like potassium, high in iron, iodine, um, you know, chromium and et cetera, et cetera, copper, all of that. So um, it's really an immune booster. Like it's a really big immune booster. And that Irish sea moss, I was inspired to sell it because of a doctor that has passed away. Um, his name, he's not, he's called himself Dr. Sebi, but he was also like an herbalist. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he left a footprint and he spoke about how like CMOS is so high in iron and that we should be taking it and we should be eating it like every day because in the Caribbean, it's like a normal thing. Um, so like he was just explaining about that and I got inspired. So I decided to, you know, um, look into it, but yeah, so that one, that one's a really, really big one because it kind of has like all the minerals that you need. Like, you don't need extra things to, like, to replace the minerals, you know what I mean? So, they say that once you get the CMOS and you add the Hawthorne or the Burdock root, it, it becomes the uh, 102 minerals. Because that's also a, a Hawthorne is also a, a sea algae. So, um... I don't like, and I'm also launching like this herb because I asked people on my Twitter what they would like to see. Cause I was like, I need to expand my store. Cause I only sell my Irish sea moss and I sell my services. And I also sell um, a dry brush and um, a loofah for your face. So I was like, I need to expand because I do, I like my certification allows me to, to do herbal stuff. Um, so I'm going to launch an herb called Sarsa Perilla, which is really high in iron. And that's going to be my first launch. And it's just going to be like a tea, a loose tea. So, um, I'll put more info about it then, but yeah, so I'm not too, too educated on herbs, but I do take herbs. I have been taking herbs for like three years. So. And one day he'll tell you what you're taking. Yeah, he doesn't tell me, like, I know I take, like, a liver cleanser, like, it's a liver cleanser, and it also um, detoxifies, like, any heavy metals, my blood, um, and I also have this one called IDK, which is a source of iodine, and um, the other ones, I have, like, supplements that come from this company called Standard Process, it's pretty popular, and it's I have, like, a supplement called, like, Thytrophin PMG, which is for your thyroid. Um, there's something else called B6 niacinamide, which, um, helps you break down food and gives you energy as well. So like, I take a lot of them really. Um, well, but yeah, I rolling. don't know like what they're for. I just don't know the ingredients. Uh, you know, if you told the story and it was three weeks and not three years that you've been working there, it would sound like the beginning of a horror movie. But I guess after three years, there's been enough uh, time that's gone by that it seems like you're safe and, and the trust has been developed. But you, but it seems like you you basically allowed yourself to be sort of the experiment, the petri dish, the canary in the coal mine right away. It seems like it's worked out. Um, but do you ever say to, I mean, I'm not going to ask his name. If you want to volunteer, that's fine. Or the store's name, which is fine too. Uh, you know, it's all right to do a commercial for the store. I, I have no issue with that whatsoever. Um, because people can make their own decisions. Um, but do you ever say to them, Hey, you know, Dr. Shaman, what, you know, when do you, you know, at what point do you share your secrets with me? At what point do you pass the baton and trust me enough that I'm not going to take all your secrets and run away that I'm going to help you build, you know, when am I, when am I a partner in your, your venture to, to share all this stuff? You know, it's kind of difficult. Um, I hope that his, like, sons don't, don't hear my podcast and stuff like that. But he's really, 
not on the radar, so I, I can't even share like his practice. Um, but he, um, he, he, it's just kind of hard with him because he's so busy that he doesn't have much help because, um, and he, like, if you ask him a question, he kind of gets mad in a way. So like, I'm very limited to what I ask him sometimes. Like sometimes he can be in a really great mood and he will, you know, answer my questions. But I haven't asked that. And there's been, there has been like women that have asked before if they can, if he can teach them. And he's like, I don't have time for that. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, like that kind of just like. So if this was Harry Potter, would he be like Dumbledore for with like which house in Harry Potter would he be? Or is it nothing like any of those wizards or witches at all? Is it, is it more like Druid from Britannica or, you know, like a like a shaman like what does he just look like a regular guy um what i had a co-worker one time and she called him an alchemist okay i know yeah, that's good so does does he dress does he have like a kafia or a turban or anything he he looks normal like he just dresses with the regular like he dresses up a little bit like you know a white t-shirt with like slacks and like his dressy shoes like well we in the in the garden we think everybody looks normal i but i assume i just think you mean you know contemporary for you know los angeles usa 2021 terms (laughs) yeah Yeah, i mean he you wouldn't even know i guess but he is um i think he's in his 60s and he's still like he still looks good type of thing. Like he's still thin and tall and he's like aware he's not foggy. You know what I mean? So like, oh, believe me, I know. Yeah. It's just difficult because, um, he has like anger issues. Um, I don't know how, if he's a holistic, uh, a nervalist, you know, you're supposed to be a spiritual as well. But, um, I don't want to say too much. I would just like to say, like, I think it's personal issues. Um, but yeah, so I, I do, I think that interferes with like his practice because maybe you should have seen him before. Maybe he was like the Hulk before and he's, (laughs) maybe these issues are nothing, but, uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well then, uh, I, I didn't mean to take you down that path. Um, but okay. So we have the herbs. So, Let's let's go to the food. So, which foods are? I mean, it's probably obvious, but just but let's but we're still doing one on one. So, which foods are absolutely bad, and how can you substitute? Like, I love pizza. I love cheeseburgers. I love French fries. I love sausages. I love you know. I like pasta. I like big, rich Chinese food. Things that are, I'm sure, terrible for me. What kind of what kind of Easy is the wrong word, but what kind of substitutes are out there where it's still going to taste good, but it's going to make big differences in my life if I just put like a little bit of effort into it? Right. Yeah. So, for example, you mentioned pizza. Um, you know, the flowers are the ones that you need to look out for. So, I, for sure, the ones that are really, really harmful for our, for our bodies would be white flowers, refined flowers, anything processed, even um, whole wheat flour or like um cassava flour you know those are really bad for us just because our body isn't able to digest it or break it down as easy as like for example there's a flour called spelt flour which is easier to digest um it it does have gluten but it's not like that type of gluten people are thinking about um but it's it's easy to digest it's it's an ancient grain um you can also use like chickpea flour um barley there's um 
sprouted. You all you always want to look for like sprouted like bread, for example. I don't know if you've ever seen like this bread called Ezekiel. Yes. Um they use that verse in the Bible where like they use the ingredients in the Bible. Um but yeah, so I would definitely suggest like if people want to eat bread to get sprouted bread because it's easier to digest and um I need to adapt a little bit, but I I have adapted to it and I feel like it's really good. I mean, I don't eat that much bread, um, but yes, I know like pizza places are not going to have spell flour, but I would probably suggest to make your own. Um, as far as like, cause me, myself, I'm, tra- I'm transitioning to be, um, to not use like, to not eat dairy as much or like, um, meat. I haven't eaten meat for, I mean, I ate meat because I went to Mexico recently and my grandma lives in a really small town, which you don't have options. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, besides that, I came back having eaten meat, and before that, I wasn't eating meat. So I really try to stay away from the meat, just because that's just personal preference. I just want to explore and see how I feel. Um, before yeah, you, before we continue on meat, though, so like it, it's fairly popular now to have cauliflower crust pizza, and I know that you mentioned flour as spelt in flour. Is cauliflower crust pizza that much better? Or is that like a gimmick? Um, well, I've learned that cauliflower is a starch, so I wouldn't say it's the best thing ever, but if you're transitioning to a plant-based lifestyle, or if you just want to eat healthier than flour, then it's definitely a better alternative than like the flour that they have at the store. I mean, at the pizza place, you know what I mean? So I would definitely recommend for you to rather eat that than like the processed bread that they have. Um, so but, it really yeah. is better. It's just not maybe as good as advertised, but it's definitely better. But but it might be a good transition, like a transitional step for someone like me who's been bad for 50 years. Yes. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like it would definitely make a difference. I mean, bread in general has yeast and starch, which yeast overgrowth can cause candida problems, you know. So it really does. It depends how much you eat it, but yeah, so I would definitely suggest that if you eat it often, I would suggest you make like little changes like that and maybe like cut down on dairy a little bit because if you're not like if I don't really eat that much dairy, but if you were going to eat dairy, I would always suggest like grass fed, um, raw cheese, you know, so. Does it matter if it's artisanal or no, just grass fed raw cheese. It doesn't matter if it's artisanal, doesn't matter if it's from a store, you're looking for grass fed. Raw. raw yes and that yes. comes in so you can get you can get like mozzarella and cheddar and and, and everything grass-fed raw as well mm-hmm. yeah that would be the best because they will they're claiming that they don't add hormones or they don't feed them like you know crap to these animals because that really does play a big part because it's coming into us afterwards so and also i mean i'm into like i said i'm into like a lot of spiritual stuff so when a cow is killed when he it's mad or it's like stressed out i feel like those emotions will also carry on to your food and you're gonna like eat it and it's gonna alter your body and you might feel those emotions or i don't know i i just i've read about it before um there's people that like i don't know if you heard of why why you beef or mm-hmm. something like that yeah they say that the cow is happy and they take care of the cow and they sing to the cow. So that's why it's more expensive because they do all that. Yeah. Um, so Waiku, if I'm not mistaken, is the same kind of breed as Kobe, except it's not in Kobe. So it's like champagne is like 
white sparkling wine, but not, not from the Champagne Valley. So Kobe is only the cows that are in Kobe, but the same cow anywhere else. They, it's Wagyu. But yeah, I think one of the big deals is that they're grass fed, free range. Um, I think it's more the treatment of the cow than the breed. I, I might be, I'm certainly no expert on it, but yeah. It is about the treatment um, because it, it, it applies to anything, like even chickens, you know. Um, I, pig, I wouldn't suggest people to eat pig, but that's the preference. But yeah. But, but any, but if you didn't want to, I I heard what you said about meat. And there's a lot of people who feel the same way, obviously. I mean, vegetarian is nothing new. Veganism is nothing new. Then there's the paleos who, of course, there are paleos that eat meat. There are paleos that don't eat meat. But if you were to eat meat... Um, are there any recommendations beyond, you know, sort of the grass-fed, organic, you know, I don't know if I've ever heard free-range cow, but, I mean, the equivalent of free-range, I mean, is there any recommendations beyond those that uh, that you would add to that, or is that the list? Well, um, like, you mean, like, animal-wise? I guess, you know, if, if you were, to, if you said, I'm not giving up red meat, and I'm not giving up pork let's say because we you know poultry and fish will we'll, i'm sure we'll get to later let's call let's treat them separately unless you want to put them together but like if you were going to say yeah i'm eating lamb yes i'm eating pig yes i'm eating cow because well, okay let's stop putting a straw man here it's me i'm going to keep eating cows i'm going to keep eating pigs i'm going to keep eating lambs so what should i look for to make at least better health choices and hopefully it's the the, the animal itself before it gave itself for my enjoyment, um, yes. you know, a, a better life. So what, sh what should I look for to sort of uh, help the circle of life? I mean, I feel like being educated as to where it's coming from. Um, there are a lot of farms out there that I know that sell their own meat and they have like a fridge and, you know, there's farms that sell their produce and stuff like that. So I suggest to like go to farms and ask them like where it comes from, like how clean it is and what they're feeding it just because I feel like they're more private and they will know where it's coming from as to like, say, you know, for example, Trader Joe's, like you don't know where it's coming from unless you investigate, but it is a better alternative than you going to Walmart to get your chicken because you can tell what, how the chicken looks at Walmart. And then you go to Trader Joe's and you can see the difference of like how fat the other chicken looks. And then the other chickens aren't like as fat. Um, so I, I would suggest to like, cause also like, for example, my grandma in Mexico, she, she grows the chickens. She, she feeds the chickens and they're out walking everywhere. They're, they, and all she feeds them is the corn. And, um, so they're really big, like they're really fat chickens and, um, they taste so different than over here in California. So like the fact like it's so fresh it was so fresh that it impresses me how much hormones are added to the animals over here in california just because they want to sell you know so i would definitely suggest just to be more mindful about like where your food is coming from but i feel like farms are probably like try to find like an organic farm or something like that um and just try to see like what they can provide for you but if there isn't an organic farm near you or you don't feel like doing the research um, and I know you're not endorsing that, anything necessarily. I mean, let's, let's get that, that out of the way. But, you know, is Whole Foods, is it a better choice? Is Trader Joe's truly a better choice than, say, Giant or Kroger or Safeway or, you know, whatever the uh, Piggly Wiggly, whatever the, the chain is that's near you, Walmart, Target, et cetera? I would say so, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
right. Um, let's move on to other foods. I don't know if you, I mean, I think I th- uh, you talk about chicken. I don't know if you want to treat poultry and fish differently or uh, skip. Uh, I mean, yes, because, you know, fish is like, they always say, oh, you can eat wild caught fish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's cleaner or whatever. But either way, we still have to know where it's coming from because radiation also is a big thing. Um, not, I mean, not everywhere is clean. Who knows how polluted the ocean is now. But um, I would suggest to also, it's almost the same thing, to just look into it. Um, because I've seen people post like wild caught fish, salmon to be exact, and they show that it still has parasites, which I'm sure any animal would just like we do, but I'm just saying like, they still found like a bunch of parasites. So like, I don't know how to feel about that. Um, so I would suggest to do the same, like just investigate where it's coming from, how clean the water is, um maybe find like fishermen people i don't know there's there's probably online online websites that you can find that you know you can learn about how clean their fish are and stuff like that but but when i was eating fish though i was getting it from trader joe's when i was because i was like the only source that i knew at the time and when we hear about sustainability does that make a difference what what does that really mean um yeah um, I, I mean, I guess I would say like, because sometimes they raise the fish a certain way, um, who knows what they feed them. I don't know how much space they have, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like that, that does play a big factor. Yeah, Cause and I know what uh, fisheries, fish farms are big business now. Yeah. And you see there's hundreds or thousands of fish, you know, basically yeah. into like a Olympic size swimming pool, like, you know, freshwater or saltwater ponds all over the place and i mean that can't be much fun for the fish i mean it's sort of the the you know the pen equivalent for chickens and and hogs and whatever for for fish right i mean i don't know if you've ever watched this it's called seaspiracy on netflix um and they were just talking about like how much fish goes how much fish they sell how much that affects our environment and how much like us eating fish affects the whole world and stuff like that um, and like some, some fishes, you know, I mean, they, 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 they're caught so much like crazy. Like there's so many fishes that are, that are being caught right now from those industries, but there's industries that are like really evil and they don't care about your well being and they'll just sell you fish and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't know if fish can cause, well, it's about the, um, the mercury that they have. That's what it is. Yeah. So as long as they have the low amount of mercury, I feel like you should be okay. Um, I don't think we should eat it a lot, but if you prefer to eat fish rather than chicken or beef, then by all means, because I know um, I read the book and Chinese people eat fish mostly. They don't eat like, um, you know, beef a lot or chicken, but they always, and that's how they stay healthy. They eat like a lot of veggies and fish rather than, meat from the animals is there any uh is there any truth to the the yogurt you know people say that yogurt people who eat a lot of yogurt live longer uh and then there's the greek yogurt versus regular yogurt anything to that um i mean for me i would suggest to do like a like it just depends it's all about preference like if you like um milk then you would need to also get grass-fed milk you know like raw milk that raw milk is probably the most 
healthiest if you want to eat if you want to drink cow milk um or goat milk goat's milk if you want to drink like any any um animal milk goat's milk is closest to human milk so that's why like some women they feed their children goat's milk because they can't produce the milk but um for as far as yogurt goes like they do have like coconut based yogurts that has like probiotics prebiotics so like I would suggest those type of those type of yogurts or just like a plain yogurt. But if you did want to do animal, then make sure it's grass fed and raw milk yogurt. I think that's like the best alternative to yogurt. But I mean, people can make their own yogurt too, you know. So it's all about preference, really. But I don't think um I, I know like my nutrition classes did mention that like yogurt is a good thing to eat. Um, but like I said, for me since I'm like plant-based or whatever you want to call it, like I would rather go with like oat milk yogurt or like coconut yogurt. What about like almond like milk and cashew milk? Is that is, are you doing yourself anything good there? That's fine. That's better than nothing. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like cashew milk is good. Um, but the almonds, I'm not too much of a fan of almond milk. So I don't really talk about that, but yeah. Okay. But yeah, if you want to, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's all about preference. So like, if people were to come to me, they're like, hey, I'm eating meat and I like cow's milk. What do you recommend? So like, I would recommend the healthiest version that there can be. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Let's move on to plants and fruits, because I think that you want to talk about that. And then I know you want to talk about vitamins. So we'll go right in. We'll go into vitamins. Or, though, like, because you were like telling me, what can you replace something oh, something yeah. really big is rice so a lot of people you know there's so much processed rice out in the world right now um for example white rice brown rice um what's the other rice jasmine rice whatever you want to like on any of those rices they're really starchy to our bodies so i would always suggest to do quinoa or you can do um bolio you can also do um sprouted rice or wild rice which is the black wild rice um those those are the best alternatives because our body's able to digest and it actually has protein like natural protein um because the other rices aren't really doing much to our body other than causing yeast overgrowth am i correct in, in assuming that the same applies to pasta yes so like um, you also like pasta, I would suggest like spelt pasta, kamut pasta. Um, there's also chickpea pasta. Now there's lentil pasta, you know, like I would definitely suggest to like, but if you want like more of a pasta tasty, like it would be spelt flour, like pasta, but, or how chickpea. Do you, how do you spell that? Spelt. S P E L T. Spelt. Okay. I, I don't even think I've ever heard that word before. Um, all right, cool. So spelt flour and chickpea. Um, uh, and if they have like black squid in pasta, that, that's just coloring, right? That That's not. Yeah, I mean, there's different types of pastas now. I mean, you know, we're in 2021, but the, I know I've seen like black rice pasta and stuff like that. So it's all about preference, but I just suggest the things that are easier to digest. Mm -hmm. So that's my main thing. Yeah, I heard years ago, not that I followed it, but the rule was don't eat white rice, don't eat white bread, don't have white sugar. You know, basically like the, yeah. if you stay away from those three things, you're going to you're going to feel better within three months. 
Yes. Yeah. So those are sort of three simple rules. So you would you would endorse that sort of rule of three. If if if, if nothing else, now easier said than done. I get it. But actually, you've helped us with all of those things. Except we haven't gotten into sweeteners. So maybe we should on that rule of three. What kind of what kind of sweeteners? Good. Um, yeah, so as far as sweetener goes, um, I, I know like honey is really popular, but there is healthy honey and there's like really processed honey. So you definitely want to like find a place where the honey is like unfiltered, raw, and make sure like, I think that also goes far as like how salmon is raised. So you want to make sure like some bees are not like raised, you know, like I've seen like people raise bees and they're just like take advantage of these bees and stuff. I don't know how to explain it. Um, but there's different ways that they raise them and like the way they produce the honey. It's, so, it's funny. There's no way that you would know this because I didn't tell you, but my show that I recorded this morning and, and I, I don't know that they're even going to appear, you know, you know, how many weeks apart the, the two shows will drop. But the guy I was talking to is a bee expert. Now, we were talking more about the esoteric, esoteric relationship with, with bees and humans throughout from antiquity to, to sort of the present. And then yeah. got into the sacred feminine and all that. Uh, but it was funny because the, the bees okay, are very important. More than I do then. He, well, he, but, he's not, but he also said he's not a beekeeper. But it's just funny how bees come in and now bees again and i've seen raw honey on the shelf and i'm always like ah that's bullshit but apparently no it's not <laughs> bullshit yeah i mean there's also this other honey called manuka honey which they say it's like more higher quality quality which i've tried before but it the manuka honey tastes more like medicine for me mm. um i feel like it can be like used in like medicine like coughs and stuff like that but as far as like the raw filter honey, like I do know some people that make it and they actually care about it. So um, maybe I can let you know later, but I don't know their name right now. It, it's like a Twitter name. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, it just depends. But as far as that goes, I would suggest honey, um, maple syrup, but make sure it's organic as well. And um maple syrup and agave sometimes not too much but agave is good and uh stevia i don't know if, or xylitol those are also really good alternatives for like cane sugar it's well, almost the same well stevia is probably the easiest one because i mean almost any restaurant or whatever you go into you're gonna have your choice you're gonna have sugar you're gonna have used to have you know saccharin pink uh i forgot what the brand name is already um but then then there's the the yellow and then there's the blue or the green and i think green is yeah. usually the stevia i forgot what the blue is and, and but uh so the stevia out of all those is the healthiest and one thing one thing i've learned is that while the first time you taste something it usually will taste a lot different than sugar if you use it a few more times a you get used to it b you start to prefer it Yes, true. Like I, I prefer stevia now to regular sugar and certainly more than, um, I can't believe I can't remember the name of the pink one because I haven't used it in so long. Um, I want to say sweet and dry, but that is definitely not what it's what it's called. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to sell a brand, but, but stevia in concept is, is the one of the alternative sweeteners that, that you would recommend. Yes, if they wanted to switch off to like, a more healthier lifestyle, then I would definitely suggest that just because the white processed sugar 
just goes, you know, into your blood. It raises your high blood pressure, and it also feeds into your yeast overgrowth and candida. So that causes problems. So yeah, I would definitely suggest those. Um, coconut sugar as well. Like coconut sugar is a really a great alternative. Um, By the way, we were just seeing foggy brain in action, foggy, or in it, in it stumbling into action. Yeah. So I mean, those are probably the most that I would recommend. Um, there's also like for me, also like salt is important. Mm-hmm. So like, um, the best salt to eat would be Celtic sea salt or just sea salt, but Celtic is like more. I guess fancy you can say, but it is expensive, but I honestly like it's worth it just because salt also feeds your uh, candida and it also messes with your heart and your high blood pressure, especially for like diabetic people, you know? So like, um, I would definitely suggest that you get the salt. Now it's funny you should mention that because uh, you met Viv earlier and, and people in the audience know her as La Sicaria, know her as my tech support, but she's, she's also, she's very spiritual and she's very into nutrition. And she said, she says, don't eat the, the Himalaya salt. It's, you know, it, it's not good for you. It, it's sort of, it's, and I know it's hip now and it's all over the place. It used to be rare. Now it's everywhere. And she's like, no, regular sea salt, which is exactly what you're saying. So um, yeah. would you also agree to stay away from the, the, the pink salt? Aside from the fact that why are we mining from the Himalayas? Leave those things alone. But aside from that, would you agree that it's not as healthy? Yes, I would agree. Okay. Is there any reason for it? I mean, is there, is there something we should know? Um, I don't. I just, I, I remember because I follow like people that talk about it um, for a long time, but I don't know exactly why. I'm assuming that it's not as original as they're making it seem like it is type I'm of sure. thing. I'm sure you're right. Um, I'm sure half I'm the brands thinking, just use pink food coloring and call it sea salt. Yeah. So I don't know, but I just don't trust it. I feel like, and from my job that I'm working at, like he also suggests to sea salt. So like, I just think that like that's more legit than like anything else. So I stay away from like anything else. I would also think, and, and listen, this may be extremely primitive and ignorant thinking, but I'm thinking that the salt that comes from the sea, the water, it's it's constantly getting immersed in nutrients and minerals, whereas yes. the salt that's 5,000, 15,000 feet is dried out and the aridness dr- takes out a lot of the, the nutritional properties. Right. And because even like, Besides like regular salt, there's also dead sea salt and dead sea salt can pull toxins from your body just like the ocean does. You feel me? So like it's the same thing. Um, you're just doing it at home. So it's it's really powerful. I mean, I also read that it connects our cells like sea salt connects our cells. So I, I feel like it's like hydrating to the body basically or like it's giving you some type of like connection to like earth, you know, so. Another do- it, doofy question then. Would that only apply to the Dead Sea salt, or would that be for like any inland salt water, like like Salt Lake City, like Salt Lake? Would that also have a similar property? Um, I, I mean, if it's actually like salt water, then yeah. I mean, if it's natural and it's coming, if it just formed that way, then I'm assuming that it, it should be. Yeah, I think it is. I, I mean, I think the Black Sea and I think the Caspian Sea are also salt water, but I'm not sure about either of these things. It should um, be. It should be. I don't see why not. Okay, interesting. Because you know, I mean. Dead sea salt sounds cool, but it's all, you know, it's, I mean, it seems like it's sort of a small sea to, to salt the world. Yeah. I mean, I think like dead sea salt, like you also need to look into it, like meaning if it's actually coming from the sea, because there is people that could brand it and like 
you know, just like food, any anything can be plagiarized or right. Oh, because the FDA approved it. You have this one thing, so FDA approved. You know what I mean? So right. like, yeah, the FDA doesn't approve uh, or, or place of origin. Or what? I'm sorry. The FDA doesn't appro- approve place of origin. They, you know, they don't. They're not getting into marketing unless you're. I mean, the the FDA regulations are pretty limited to, you know, nutri- you know, not making misstatements about nutritional stuff. Right. Or like you, or I could say USDA organic or something like that, you know, because people can just slap on the organic thing and they can think it's like so healthy for you just because it says organic or like wild caught fish, grass fed, like it really just depends. Like they can throw in that, that, but it still has other ingredients. So that's why it's important to look at ingredients because they can say grass fed in the front, but in the back, it's going to tell you like what else they added. You know what I mean? So like. It just depends, and you do need to be mindful about ingredients. That's super important just with anything, sea salt, with your animals, products, dairy, and everything else in general. I mean, even lotions, you know? So it just all really falls into you being mindful with ingredients. Okay, so let's, I guess we can move into flora now. So um, uh, plants and, and fruits, so fruits and vegetables, what, what, are, we, what are we looking for here? What's, what's good? What's bad? What's... Different. I, I um, a friend of mine, his his parents were both both botanists, and you know, she, you know, she his mom would say, "Hey, you have to eat your vegetables." I'm like, "Well, I had a salad," and she's like, "Lettuce is not a vegetable; it's just roughage." <laughs> and I've never forgotten that. So, uh, you know, is there anything to that? And and you know, I know they say that the greener the vegetable, the better the green leaf. That the, you know, there's nothing spe- there's no super vegetables. There's nothing better about broccoli than spinach or um you know or you know or or, or kai versus blueberry uh, it's you know they're they are all the same but if you can mix these things because uh, to keep variety that you know there's certain there's certain things that are better for you than other but the concept of a superfood is wrong but there are groups of quote superfoods end quote yes yeah so i mean i've had this conversation before with my boyfriend because we were like discussing about like because i was like well you shouldn't eat too much broccoli because um, broccoli is Christopher's vegetable and that can mess with like people that have thyroid issues as well as cauliflower or um, any like bok choy and stuff like that. I think the reason for it though, because I have read about it and I've studied um, st- certain stuff and I've also like heard it from Dr. Sebai, um, and he mentioned that like, for example, um, celery, celery, people like rave about celery. Um, but the pH level of the celery is lower than seven. So like that makes that acidic. And, um, I mean, basically it's not doing anything for you other than drying out like your body, um, dehydrated. I've never heard that celery has a lot of healthful properties. What I've heard about celery is that you burn more calories eating it than, than you take in. So people like that sort of you know, for like to fill you up during a diet, which I'm not sure that's the healthiest way to diet. I mean, like ever since I heard that, I don't really try to consume celery, not to say that I don't ever consume it. Like I'll eat it in soups and stuff like that. But like in juices, I don't really do that um, just because like uh, it doesn't have any nutritional value really. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is some fruits that now they grow and they don't really have nutritional value, like cauliflower or, or broccoli. Like they don't really have any nutritional value. They're basically just there to fill you up. And, um, what else did I, oh, I learned that kale is good for us. Um, kale is like probably a high one, actually one of the highest ones. 
Um, you definitely want to do like arugula. You want to do, um, you know, like wild, more wild plants. I would say dandelion's good for really good for us actually. But there is acidic um, plants or vegetables. I should say mostly. I feel like it's vegetables though that they're just growing to sell. You know, they're just growing. It doesn't have nothing for us. So. Um, but as far as fruit goes, I feel like fruits are, I eat more fruit than vegetables, but I do eat veggies sometimes. They taste better. Yes, they do. And they're sweeter and they're just more fun. And I just feel like they're so hydrating for me. And I just love fruits. Like really, I feel like I would rather eat fruits. There's people that are fruitarian, like they only eat fruit, which is crazy. Um, I mean, not as crazy because I know it makes you feel good. Like I tried, I've done fast before and stuff like that, like just juices for like a week and stuff like that so it definitely it's all a mind thing though but going back to that though um i do talk about like certain things that are acidic in our body so i feel like um if you consume it a lot like say you consume celery every day like you're not i feel like it's just not doing nothing for you so why would you be buying something that isn't going to do anything and it could even affect your health you know so i just try to stay away from from like hybrid vegetables. Like I always try to eat vegetable, I mean vegetables and fruits that are like original, that haven't been as altered, even though I know years have passed and like we have been altered, our fruit and everything has been altered, but like I always try to stay on like the the uh, most, most original fruits that we can eat, you know? So for me, I, that's important. I know like some people don't care. And it's better. I mean, I'm not saying like, oh my gosh, be so mindful about that. But I'm just saying like, I feel like it's better if you do eat fruits and vegetables rather than you eating like anything else, you know? So as long as you incorporate it, I feel like you're good. I mean, I haven't heard people die off like eating fruits and vegetables or celery and stuff like that. But that's just more of like a preference thing though. And I've learned this from, again, Dr. Sebi, where she speaks about like what we should be eating and he has like this guide as well, which has helped me and myself. Um, but yeah, so I would like, I mean, for example, corn, like corn is just starch now. Before corn was like really thin. It was not like how it is now. Right. I mean, now, I mean, it's just really not giving us no nutrition value other than what it tastes like, which is really good. I'm not going to say it's not, you know, but you could find like organic blue corn or you might even be able to find organic wild corn now, but it's really hard to do that, especially in California. I don't know where they have that. I don't. I don't. I don't Actually, live. we we have that. We have that in this part of the world, sort of oh, the I ninety five Mid Atlantic, lower Northeast corridor. There's there's actually quite a bit of it. Whether it's real or not, I don't know. But on the side of the roads, there's a lot of you know. There's the farmer stands. Um, right. But again, who knows? So uh, you know, corn. Yeah, corn. I I mean, I I I think everybody knows that corn is hard to digest. And I think we all know how we yeah. know it. we don't need to discuss it any further but if you see your food twice you probably know you're not digesting it it's not necessarily the most helpful thing for you um so we talked about some snacks we talked i think about the main food groups um i'm, I'm gonna have a, an overarching you know is there anything that we left out food wise but also Candy, sweets, ice cream, you know, things like that. Like, you know, if you have a sweet tooth, what is absolutely bad and what is, you know, a close enough substitute that is much healthier for your mind and body? 
That's a good question. So, um, for me, like I would say if you want to eat ice cream and stuff, um, for me, it's always going to be dairy free. Um, but if you want to do like, like cow milk or anything like that, then you, you should get like organic grass fed, you know, type of ice cream like that because there's processed ice cream and like, why would you eat something that's not going to help you in general? If you have a sweet tooth though, like if you, if I feel like we shouldn't have too many sweets that will like affect our health, but there is like sweets that you can do that are not bad for us. So like people have done like, you know, um, let's say cinnamon, cinnamon rolls in the dehydrator, but they use a banana and they also make like this paste that they put in there with like dates and cinnamon and stuff like that. And everything is plant-based. So like, I would suggest that, but as far as it goes for like more convenience, um, I usually would do like a toast with, you know, bananas on top and I would put peanut butter and, um, I would also do like honey drizzle and some cinnamon on top. Like that's what I would do sometimes. Like when I'm really craving something like really sweet, mm-hmm. or I will also do, um, an acai bowl because an as- I don't know if you've heard of acai bowls. Um, but Acai is a berry that comes from Brazil and it's like super high in antioxidants and it's kind of like a blueberry, but it's purple and, um, it's really, really, really healthy for you. I love acai bowls. Like over here in California, they're so popular that you can probably find them like, you know, um, in like the next city over, or if you go to LA, like there's so many, but, um, there is like organic acai, which I always get, but I make myself a bowl. And I, it's like a smoothie bowl. And then on top, I put like the cacao nibs on top, which is like chocolate, but a healthier version of chocolate. And, um, well, it's nature's chocolate. I want to say that. What's it called? Cacao nibs, did you say? It's just the the cacao, Mm -hmm. but it's nibs. They make them into like tiny nibs. And IBS. And I put bananas on top. I put blueberries on top. It just depends. Sometimes I change the toppings, but... Um, and then you drizzle honey on top and you eat it like a, like a, a soup, I guess you can say, but it's like the best thing ever. Like that will satisfy my sweet tooth. 100%. Frozen yogurt, much better or not much better. Oh, you can also do like, um, oatmeal. You can do parfaits and stuff like that. You can do, um, I mean, frozen yogurt. It's just like the same. I, honestly, it doesn't matter because it's. It just depends which one you get, you know, so. So frozen yogurt in and of itself is not materially better than ice cream. But if you got the non-dairy or the low fat or the organic, it's a bit. I think frozen yogurt is healthier than ice cream. Just it just depends like what the ice cream is made out of. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would probably if the less ingredients, the better. OK. All right. And chocolate. We talked about c- cacao nibs. Um, yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, OK. The thing that all moms for the last 15 years have been giving their kids and convincing themselves that it's much healthier, Nutella. Is Nutella healthier than, say, chocolate or honey or peanut butter or whatever else? No. Okay. Definitely. I didn't think so. All right. Um, And what about, like, almond paste and cashew paste or almond butter, cashew butter as opposed to peanut butter? Is it just sort of the same? I think cashew is the most easiest to digest so i would suggest cashew butter instead of like almond or peanut because i have also heard that peanut butter isn't as healthy for us um but i mean i still eat it sometimes but yeah yeah you just said it was your snack base yes 
Yeah, so, like, I eat it sometimes, but not as much. But, yeah, like, that's... I love peanut butter. It's just preference, but I would suggest to get organic, you know, raw peanut butter. And, like, not that it's... Not that it has, like, a lot of oils in it, because oils are also, like, hard to process in our body and can clog... Can also clog our pores, um, depending on which oil you use. Right. Okay. So... I think we've covered food. So let's move on to vitamins and supplements, which I, you know, I know is definitely part of your, your core. Yes, it is. Um, well, as far as, as supplements go, um, that, that, um, that website I mentioned, the standard process is a really good supplement one, but see the thing about supplements and herbs is that if you're not eating a certain way, um, they're not really gonna, like they're, they will help you, but I feel like they, you're kind of like replaying with it. Like you're reversing it. And then you're like, you know, if you eat like bad food every day, like fast food every day, you're not really helping yourself because it's cleansing your body, but yet you're still eating stuff that isn't going to help the herbs do its job or the supplements to work for you. So, um, I, I think it's important to start eating healthier and then incorporate the herbs. Um, but I mean, I started incorporating the herbs first, so I guess that's kind of like con- contradicting in a way, but well, I did that's start. All right. you, can, you can live and learn. Just because you didn't do it in the right order doesn't mean that you can't tell us what the right order is. But if people are did start with vitamins and herbs already and they haven't changed their eating, they shouldn't abandon all hope. They should still continue the plan because it works. It's just not the idyllic order. The idyllic order is to change right. eating yeah, first. If I could say there's a right order, but I would definitely say that food would be your first, um, like your changes so you can start feeling different. And then once you take the herbs and supplements, then you will even start feeling even better because it's going to start cleaning out all the junk stuff that you were eating or consuming throughout the day, um, et cetera. You know, I mean, it improves everything. It improves like your mental, like your brain memory. It improves like your eyesight. It improves um, your hair growth, your healing growth. Like I could have a cut and I could heal within like four to five days type of thing. So like, it just, it's just so crazy. Um, how that makes a difference in, in your life because you know, we're not consuming like herbal stuff every day. So I think that consuming herbs is really important. Herbs are more important than supplements. Uh, so, well, there, are there any herbs that will turn me into Wolverine where I can heal immediately? <laughs> Um, honestly, like if you take CMOS, that would be your first, like, I think CMOS is the first thing that I would recommend to people because it has 92 minerals and like that would give you so much energy and you will feel the difference that same day. Like you will, I mean, I, for me, like I always eat CMOS, like I always add CMOS to my smoothies and, um, it's just a game life changer. I mean, you can versatile CMOS. You can also use it like as an egg replacement. You can also use it as face mask because of all the minerals that it contains. And it also makes your food thicker or soups thicker. Like it's just, um, I think that that would be the first thing that you should try. Like the raw CMOS, not the powder form because raw is the best. I mean, it's alive, you know, you bring it back to life. So like, um, that would be something I would recommend to everybody for like that changed my life when I discovered, I discovered CMOS like a year ago. So I've been using it ever since. Um, but yeah, I was definitely looking into making supplements as well. Cause I know some people don't have time to like make smoothies and stuff like that, but there is the Irish CMOS supplements. So I would suggest 
to, you know, try to look into that for sure. Um, but other than that, it would be like more specified as to like what you should be taking or not, but there's liver cleansers as well. There's a lot of like liver cleanser herbs. So, you know, like nettle tea is one of them. I mean, nettle, the herb nettle is one of them. Um, there's also the stars of Perilla, the one that I'm going to launch is also helps with your liver. Um, honestly, like mostly all the herbs show like almost the same properties, but not really, I guess you can say, but they do have like, you know, similar properties. So it just depends which one you use and what you're using it for, what your goals are. So it needs to be more like specified as to like what you were trying to feel better in. So I mean, but definitely though, the CMOS would be something like that would help in all areas. Like it helps with everything, arthritis, eczema, it helps with heart burns. It helps with energy levels, with sexual dysfunction. It helps with emotions, you know, depression and, and all of that. It's just like really amazing. So I would rave about that for sure. All right. CMOS. So it sounds like that's, that's a big thing. All right. Let me ask you some, uh, well, not goofy questions, but like people say that tea is much better than coffee. Is is that true? That is very true. Okay. Any any teas that are full of malarkey or are all teas better than coffee? Let's let's leave aside that there are certainly teas that are better than other teas, but is like your store-bought Lipton tea, the bag of tea, better than even the, the purest coffee there is? Um, I would definitely say that Lipton tea is processed, so I wouldn't recommend that. But there is other like more like apothecary looking herbal stuff. Like if you go, for example, to Whole Foods, like they have a tea section mm -hmm. um, and they have like this. They have like I'm not sure if they have that brand there, but it's like this Buddha type of brand. And they have like um, they have almost all the herbal teas that you could possibly need. Like they have dandelion tea they have cherry bark tree oak they have um you know like they even have stars of perilla tea they have um raspberry leaf tea which is really great for menstrual cramps or women that are trying to ease that out and stuff like that they have dandelion i might have mentioned that already they have burdock tea they have anything you need really but that that brand though is like super authentic and they have really great quality herbs. So you got to make sure like that the herbs are also quality because people can be selling you like GMO herbs and like, just like you grow plants and stuff like that. So I would definitely suggest to look for like, you know, um, those type of herbal. If you, if you, if you go to like a general store, um, I'm sure like farmer's market people, like there must be some herbal people that sell herbs that are like loose, you know? There are. Um, I, I, but yeah. Most of the ones I've been to. Yes. I feel like it's better if you get it yourself and make the teas yourself than you like packaging it. But if it's something that you don't have time for, I would suggest the packaging because either way, like it's almost the same thing, you know? Yes. La Sicaria makes the tea here. But yeah. So like, I mean, I would, I think tea is better than that. As far as coffee goes, I don't want to bash coffee at all. I think that it also matters where the coffee bean comes from. I actually have two, um, I have two friends that have a coffee shop and, um, they tell me like, they're super into their coffee though. They're like, he's an expert. Like he's been doing this, I think for like over seven years. Mm -hmm. And he, um, he told me about like where they cultivate the beans and how they grow them and why there's, why his coffee's better. He was actually number two of the best coffee, um, in like the coffee world. Right. So 
he um, explained to me how it's grown and, you know, like, like, like they laid on the sun for days and on certain days and stuff like that. So it could absorb the nutrients and also they put it with fruit so it can ferment the fruit. So it really just depends what kind of coffee you get because, and the beans, how they're growing them. So I think like knowing who grows the, the coffee and how authentic it is, it won't harm you because I have read that coffee isn't bad for you if you're eating, if you're drinking the right one and if it has benefits, you know? So I feel like um, people have detox with coffee before. I don't know. I haven't done it myself, but I know people like rave about coffee, but I, I do think that the beans is what you should be looking into because for example, coffee Starbucks bean does not compare to his coffee. Like I've never tried such a great coffee in my life other than that one. Like that one was just, you can taste the aroma of the fruits. Like it's so crazy. And I didn't even like black coffee and he, and I went to like a coffee tasting cause he does coffee tastings and he made me try like the black the black one and I was like I'm not such a fan of that um but then I drank it and it was like the smoothest thing ever it wasn't even like black like how processed black coffee tastes like just bland um but no that one had flavor it tasted like fruits and it was just like so delicious I can't even get over the fact like I always tell everybody to go and buy that coffee but um it definitely is more pricey than regular coffee like starbucks coffee but it's totally worth it especially for your health and if you want to drink coffee of, of course but i wouldn't suggest a cup of coffee in the morning i would probably suggest it more so like towards the, the day because i know people do it in the morning most of the time mm -hmm. um just because of the caffeine that it contains or like maybe you can get a decaf one but in the long run i don't think coffee should be consumed every day okay um Let's continue with vice. So alcohol. Yeah, are there alcohols that are let's you know, beers, wines, spirits, are there ones that are better or worse than others? Um, I mean, as far as that goes, I would probably say wine, since it's like fermented and it's um some of them are organic, you know, and, and it's so much different than beer. I mean, I'm sure they do some herbal beers nowadays and stuff like that. Um, but I, I mean, I would definitely suggest to stay away from alcohol if you want to heal like your body and stuff like that. But if you do drink alcohol, then I would definitely suggest like wine because that's more like on the safer side, I would, I would say like the, because of how they produce the wine, you know? Okay. Um, but yeah. There are definitely organic wines. I, I, I don't know about the other liquors, uh, as much as I like to talk about alcohol, I really barely drink anything um, anymore anyway. Um, so if if you decide, not you, but collectively, the audience, if they decide, eh, all right, I'm just going to quit the alcohol because I don't want to pay for organic wine or I don't want to, you know, research the beers. Is there some other way they can sort of get that sort of intoxication feeling naturally, but still legally? Uh, and let's 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 ignore that the most states have, you know, or a lot of states have legal cannabis at the at the moment. Let's just put that on the side. Um, is there is there something that'll just make you feel good, not drunk, but make you feel good? Um, I don't I don't think I know of anything. I know I've seen like a beer that it doesn't actually have alcohol so i think that if people are trying to like quit alcohol um they go towards like beers that have no alcohol but they taste like beer. oh no i'm not trying i'm not trying to get someone off alcohol or, or beer or you know or, or I, I just meant like is there are there 
natural herbs that can get you high without you uh, breaking the law? Um, I wouldn't say so. Um, I, I think like more because like most of the time, like herbs are just like relaxing. But if you're talking about like, you know, feeling some type of way, I, I would say like weed is something that can make you feel um, not tipsy. I mean, you're, you're still relaxing, but I'm just saying like it could that's something that you want to gravitate towards but it's so different than drinking i mean they do have like cannabis drinks and stuff they like do. that and edibles in, in some places okay. which i imagine is healthier than ingesting smoke into your body i suppose right yes okay um all right but there's no there's no magic solution for that but it, i know early on you said that if you, you know if you engage in this healthier lifestyle eat better have the the, the proper supplements if that's part of your regimen which would include uh herbs, uh, sea moss, et cetera, that you're, you're just going to naturally start to feel better all the time. And, uh, you know, you, maybe you'll be the natural high. Right. I mean, you know, like I've actually, cause I used to drink a lot, like ever since I was young, like when I was in eighth grade. Type you're still thing. young. You're 25. I know, but sometimes I don't feel like that. I feel like I'm older than what I used to I'm 193 years old. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, I've been drinking for such a long time when I was young because I was just a like, wild, crazy girl. I mean, like, I would just like to party and stuff. I had party friends for such a long time, and um, I feel like that was probably also why I broke out because I was really, I was drinking every weekend, going party with my friends. And I was super young. Like, I think I was, like, 13. Um, <laughs> my dad, 14, and my dad allowed me. I mean, he would know where I was and everything, but, like, I mean, I guess he didn't want us to be sneaking out and stuff like that. So he just like allowed it to happen. Um, but anyways, I, I've been drinking for a long time and I've definitely cut down on drinking. Um, like if I do drink, it would be like special occasions or something. Um, and I would always like lean towards wine or something like that. But not really. I really have cut it down. I, I don't really take interest in alcohol as much as I did before. Um, I'm not that type of person. I've literally changed my whole lifestyle. So like that doesn't really apply to like my lifestyle really. Like it's not really doing nothing for me, but if I do decide to drink, it would be like wine. Okay. Okay. What have I not asked you about that, that you need to tell me before we get into, you know, promoting your YouTube channel and your brand and anything else that you want to? Um, I think covered like the basis of stuff i mean other than us talking about like gmo food versus like non-organic and like how that's important i mean it all, it all ties down to the soil you know oh, yeah like, let's let's talk about that because i mean what's the basis of the basics of that because I, I remember you said something and i've heard this before um that the food that we're eating and and the things that we're drinking is making us sick. So, and and I, I guess if looking back on our conversation, that's sort of subsumed into generally you'll be healthier, but mm -hmm. let, let's try and fine point it. What's making us sick? What's, you know, what are GMOs? Um, and, you know, also because I think if, if, if this is, if this is put in these terms, I, I mean, all this stuff, the healthy lifestyle, it costs more money, but it doesn't yeah. if you're healthier. So you you won't you won't have to pay as much for medication. You won't have to go to the doctor. You won't have the co-pays. Or if you're not doing that and you're just ignoring it, you know, you'll you'll have a better life. And and at some point that catches up to you. And and 
you have to pay the piper one way or another. So it, at some point, it, you know, it, it probably pays for itself and pays and pays dividends. So with that understanding, and I hope I framed it properly. Um, yeah, take a sort of like, you know, how does how do the foods we're eating make us sick? And and you know, sort of quickly, what's a GMO and and wh- why is it bad? Because there are people out there say, and listen, I, I was a believer. There, there there are people out there who say. If we don't GMOs, there's no way we can feed the world. That that's that's the reason your your strawberry is now you know the size of a fist as opposed to you know the size of your thumb. Right, but that's such a false statement because saying that all the farmers do or are aware that like um, you know organic food is is important because it's not it's important for the farmland, the soil, the environment in general, and you're I mean you're the one eating the food, you know, so like most importantly for human beings so i think like it's such a false statement how come how how would we not have enough you know organic fruits if if everybody agreed to like grow it i mean i don't see the problem as to like okay you can make gmo food why can't you make original food it doesn't make sense but gmo is genetic genetically modified organism so i mean to me genetically modified already throws me off Mm-hmm. Um, it does disturb our genetic code and the function of neighboring genes, which can give a rise to potentially like toxic or allergenic molecules or even alter the nutritional value of food. Um, and I mean, it, it's just like, like, for example, like the toxins used in like GMO corn, you know, it was recently like detected in the blood of like pregnant women and their babies and it with possibly harmful consequences. So like, it just all plays a big role and I mean genetically modified, like I said, throws me off a lot. So I definitely don't want like my genetic code to be um, you know, harmed or whatever, just because I decided to go the cheaper way, but in reality you're not going the cheaper way because you are helping yourself in the long run to be or to feel good still and like to maintain the medical bills low and I mean, people spend millions of dollars with medical people and nobody could. I always ask this question. Tell me one doctor from a hospital that has cured somebody like I want to know. And I've never gotten an answer to like an actual like doctor working at a hospital that has cured somebody. Like how come they have these patients still coming every time to refill their prescriptions if they aren't, um, you know, helping them? And like, why would they need to keep going or or like, why do they keep getting worse? And it's just like, I mean, I've seen it before. I've seen, you know, a lot of stories about, and I mean, some of them will educate you about food and stuff like that. But the thing is that at the end of the day, they're still going to give you drugs, which is something that I'm against because I have, I mean, I, I have never really taken drugs, um, in my life. And, um, but yeah, so I mean, Food, I, I think organic food is important because of how the soil is also grown or better, the way that they, what kind of sand they use, um, what nutrients they're giving the, the food. And of course that's, that the nutrients are going to come to us. So like it does, it's really important. And if you're just eating GMO food, you're basically eating air, you know? All right. So, well, I appreciate that. And, and so, you know, it, we can't tie any 
any things necessarily to any particular illness. Well, maybe maybe somebody can, but I can. Uh, mm-hmm. But but general healthfulness and uh, you know it's interesting you pointed out that a lot of conditions are managed, not really cured. Um, so all right, that that's interesting. Food for thought. Um, anything else that you want to leave us with? I think that we touched on those things. I can't believe I forgot those things. Thank you for reminding me because those I definitely want to cover those. Well, since we're talking about like organic and GMO, I don't want to say that I'm perfect either. I just want to say that like I tried my best to eat organic food. Um, I'm not saying that all organic food is organic food, but if you do find trusted sources like farmers, farmers markets and stuff like that, where you can actually, you know, get to know where it's coming from, then yes, I would, I would suggest to do that. But other than that, I don't want to claim that I'm like perfect, you know. If you're at, if you're at work and you're at the office and everyone goes, hey, it's Tuesday, it's 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 Tuesday taco night. Let's go to happy hour together. You can go out with your friends and have a couple, you know, a few tacos, and you and you, you know, if you want to have a drink or two, you know, you you, you can do that. But yeah. if if your general lifestyle is is better, then you know, no, we're we're not orthodox here. We're you know, well, obviously not me but you're not preaching orthodoxy you're just you're just preaching that it's a journey and and the end result of the journey is worth it and and you know you don't have to like in diets people say we have our cheat day you're, you're not saying you have a cheat day you, you you can just stray from time to time you know you don't have to be that regimented if you actually just change your lifestyle and that becomes your new lifestyle that's your normal yeah just like i don't eat ice cream every day um believe it or not so if i eat it once every four months, I don't, you know, it's not that big a deal. But if I eat ice cream once every four months, but on the other 119 days, I'm all, I'm eating Snickers, milkshakes, <laughs> you know, popcorn, Cheetos, cookies, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing myself any favors. It's just, I need to eat ice cream once every four months and, and, you know, not substituted with something equally, you know, bad for me every other day. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I would definitely just suggest to have like, um, a lot of healthy, you know, a healthy lifestyle. And if you want to cheat, that's fine. Like, like you said, it's not going to harm you. Um, if you're craving something, don't deny your cravings. Uh, But if you're craving it every day, then it's a problem. That means that you are low on nutrients, you're deficient. Um, but yeah, so I would definitely suggest to like feed your soul some great food, you know, but don't go overboard with like the processed food and like the junk food just because, it's just not going to do you well in the long run for sure. Do you uh, recommend any sort of like organized like meditation or yoga, anything like that to, to, to sort of help with it? Or is, you know, I mean, is that a preference thing as well? Well, for me, I would recommend getting sunlight. Um, it is a form of meditation as well. Like if you just sit in the sun for like 30 minutes and get some sunlight and like, I'm talking about like when you wake up like early in the morning, it's not like between one to five, I mean, one to like three o'clock because the sun is really, really hot. But I don't know if you've ever heard of sun gazing or like grounding your feet on the ground and, um, you know, you're connecting to the earth. So like the electromagnetic field, you're getting like you're receiving like light codes from the sun or information, insight, etc. just because like we're all connected. Um, but I would suggest that and I would suggest stretching. I would suggest exercising. And of course, meditation, I think like that's important. Um, yoga is fine. I mean, if you like yoga, why not? You're just stretching. Um, but I know that they do have like cults and stuff like that. But I would say stay away from cult yogas. But, you know, it's just the exercise um, aspect of it that I like. 
Um, but other than that, like I, I do suggest to stay active because um, it's really important for our mental health as well. And of course, you know, to get our, our, our body flowing. Okay. I think that's all good information. Um, okay. So if, your mentor ever decides he wants to go public, please, I, I would love to have him on the show. Or not, when he finally passes along the secrets to you, hopefully we'll keep in touch and yeah. and you'll uh, come back with, you know, uh, with the advanced class perhaps, and, and maybe by then the, the rest of the Garden of Doom will be ready for the more advanced class. I'm sure some of our listeners already are. Um, but yeah, and, and by the way, since I don't know I'm gonna air this, you can send me anything you want and I I'll make a promise but I will try to put them in the show notes as well but right now audibly while we're recording I can promise you this will be heard so promote plug whatever whatever you've got out there that you want the people to check out and, and what to know about you where they they can find your stuff okay yeah um well I do have a lot of platforms so let me start off with my website, um, you can go on my website and I do sell CMOS and I, like I was saying earlier, I do sell like, um, my, my programs and I also sell dry brushing, um, and a loofah brush, but I will add herbal stuff, but my website is www.mamamjnutrition.com. And then you can also follow me on Instagram, which is mamamjnutrition. And also my Twitter, I do have like a separate Twitter than like my, um, the one that you messaged me on, but I don't use it as much, but I do sometimes. Um, but you guys can follow me on my regular Twitter. It's Melissa Cisneros and that's with a zero instead of an O. And, um, all my platforms are Mama MG Nutrition on YouTube as well. You can find me with my first and last name, Melissa Cisneros, or you can type in Mama MG Nutrition. Um, and that's pretty much it. And the, the CMOS, is that on your website or is that something separate? You can purchase that on my website. Um, I do sell it dry as well. So you can make it yourself or you can just um, have it pre-made by me. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Thank you so much. I think a great education for people. And, and definitely this is more of the homeopathy or not more. Well, it is more of it, but it definitely is a, a fuller picture. So if people want to listen to the physician heal thyself show along with this one they would probably work very well together i'd also recommend if you want to go the trifecta to listen to the garden of hope episode which i think is 46 uh because that ties the entire environment and earth into it and if you're not convinced after those three you know i don't know what to do um <laughs> so anyway uh thank you so much best of luck no no it's been a pleasure um i like that you asked me all these questions because i literally speak about this a lot so without having you know an audience <laughs> yeah mr curious well you have an audience believe it or not it just doesn't feel like it but you, you people will hear you today so uh well not today but when this drops and yeah. uh, like i said i will send you the link and you can send it to all of your six degrees of separation also and that's that's the way we get listeners and that's also how sure. i find new guests one of my, one of my core principles of the show is that everybody has a story everybody has an expertise everybody has a hobby Every, everybody knows somebody that's that's got something and as long as it makes me curious and a lot of things make me curious then 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 there's a show as long as there's sundays there's there's something there's a show so um i appreciate you coming on yeah it's a pleasure it's my pleasure it was really fun um i hope that i can connect with you again terrific well 
you know how to reach me on Twitter and and absolutely we'll keep keep in touch and best success and yeah hopefully we'll have you on again so uh, you know again have a great rest of your day and thank, thank you. you for coming to the Garden of Doom. Of course, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. You got it. Bye bye. Bye. All right, folks. We just hung up with uh, Melissa, Mama MJ uh, Nutrition. So got a lot of good information there. And I guess this is another one of our more garden episodes than Doom episodes. And you know, that's not a bad thing to have some balance. We're supposed to have balance. Um, and now that I think about it, the show was a lot about balance, rebalancing ourselves. So hopefully there's a lot of information there that you got. Um, if you have further questions, she told you how you can get in touch with her. So don't hesitate to do so. If you're shy and you want me to do it, you can reach me. Um, on Twitter, there's IcarusFellMD. There's also EvilDose at Garden of Doom. Um, and there's also a Facebook page for Garden of Doom where you can reach us. So I thank you once again for uh, venturing into the garden. And ask again, if you don't mind, to give us a five-star rating, to give a review. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your frenemies, um, and get the word out. I'd like to thank our friends at the Rational Rage Network. We're proud to be part of them. The PWC, proud to be part of them. And we're proud to be part of the Wrestling Soup Network. So thanks to all of those networks who uh, put their trust and their belief and their um, yeah, their faith in, in this show. And uh, I appreciate each and every one of you. All right. Thank you. Talk to you next time. is violence and so is your silence when it's rooted in compliance to stand firm in loving defiance make art your alliance give voice to the fire move people to the beat of the wind gather yourself and begin to dance the song until it ends we are winners champions of the light forming in numbers and might keep the truth close in sight woman medicine with grace, I know your face and I trust your hands. Medicine woman, medicine man. Walking with grace, I know your face and I trust your hands. Find your teachers in the voice of the forest. Some plug you can't ignore this wisdom of the voiceless. Remedies are bountiful and surround us From the garden to the farthest Prayer made of stardust Find your healing in the music that calls you The voice that enthralls you What do you belong to? Eyes out, there's the setting of the sun Give thanks to each and every one The lesson is the medicine woman Medicine man Walk in with grace, I know your face And I trust your hand Medicine woman, medicine man Walk in with grace, I know your face and I trust your hand
extending my traps trip back into the messages in action. The art is feeding, stop stuck the disbelieving, cause the garden holds the shards, the medicine is in the seeds. When we hold tight to our right to protect them, we know our might is tenfold in connection. Our elders hold them bright lights, we protect them. The medicine is evident, the wolf, the hawk, the bear clan. We hold tight to our right to protect them. We know our might is tenfold in connection. Our elders hold them bright lights, we protect them. The medicine is evidence, the wolf, the hawk, the medicine woman, medicine man. Walking with grace, I know your face and I trust your hands. Medicine woman, medicine man. Walking with grace, I know your face and I trust your hands. Spotify is where millennials and Jay-Zs are creating, curating, and experiencing culture. And now they're ready for a reset. Gen Zs can't wait to reconnect with their friends in real life. And millennials are still trying to manage work-life balance at home. One thing they have in common? Audio is helping them navigate what's next. Audio, Audio music, podcast, ASMR, soundscape, playlist. Learn more about both generations and culture next, Spotify's annual trend report. Spotify is where millennials and Jay-Zs are creating, curating, and experiencing culture. And now they're ready for a reset. Gen Zs can't wait to reconnect with their friends in real life. And millennials are still trying to manage work-life balance at home. One thing they have in common? Audio is helping them navigate what's next. Audio, Audio music, podcast, ASMR, soundscape, playlist. Learn more about both generations and culture next, Spotify's annual trend report.